for checking out the podcast today. A Holly and Nira show intervention is happening and it must. No, please. No, Nira, don't do it. You're so extreme. I'm worried for your face. All right, I'm worried for my friend. What she did when he wasn't home. Is this a deal breaker? Oh, Lord. And are you a bagged shopper? (laughs) Holly, you need to get your life in order. Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Are you a bagged shopper? (laughs) What I mean by a bagged shopper, when you buy things, are you able to actually buy them in bags? Pre-packaged bags? Oh, God. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because I actually have done it a few times and it's worked out wonderful for me. But my (laughs) goodness, holy the amount of stress bagged shopping causes you. I don't think I've ever met someone this extreme. I I was ruined because of bagged shopping. Bagged shopping means, like, let's say you go to the grocery store. I often go to Superstore because mm-hmm. they have really good bagged items. For example, a bag of apples versus picking out your own apples. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bag of sweet potatoes. Versus picking out your own uh, sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. A bag of carrots. Instead mm-hmm. of getting individual carrots. And what I've noticed is whenever I do the bag shopping, you save a substantial amount of money. Substantial on the product that you're buying. I don't care. Okay, here we go. I don't care about the money because <laughs> I was told uh. by my very sweet old nanny, Grace, who knows what's up. She's adorable. She's about, she's shorter than you, Nira. Wow. I'm 5'3", and that's pretty short. She's legit. She's from the Philippines. And she told me, she's like, never buy bagged fruit or vegetables because it's 50% good and 50% bad in the bag. I was like, what? She's like, especially avocados. Never buy a bag of avocados, especially apples. Never buy a bag of apples, like a pre-done bag. I was like, okay, Grace. And since then, I, I haven't. And the only times I ever have... Grace was right. Like, I see worm holes in the apples. Yes, and the avocados rather rock hard, and then they go mush, or they're mush. They're not good. They're too small. It is. It's the bad fruit, Nira. My bag of avocados have been amazing. No. Yes, because I I know what to do with the bag when I get home. You have the bag of avocados. You open it. No, you leave it out for a couple of days. You don't put it in the fridge. You got to let them ripen, and as soon as they ripen a bit, you put them in the fridge. I get the big bag of peppers all the time from Costco and it's been great. I love them. It's amazing. I get the bag of celery all the time from Costco. I also buy bagged lettuce. Do you buy bagged lettuce? I don't mind Do you buy bagged lettuce? Yeah, but it's not in a huge bag with like 13 different lettuces in the bag. I buy an individual bag of lettuce. You buy a bag of lettuce though. You don't buy lettuce and then chop it up at home. Yeah, I do sometimes. (laughs) I did last week. You do buy a bag of lettuce right yeah okay. and even that though is not good like you know you see it in the store you're like it's all green there's no brown you get home you're like what the hell half is brown I don't understand. it's i think you really you can't just pick up a bag and put it in your cart 
You have to analyze. Kind of, you have to look at what's inside. Yeah, but you can't really see. That's what stresses me out. Like, I want to open it and, like, lay it all out and be like, okay, are these good apples or not? Well, the bag's not opaque. I mean, you can, it's translucent or transparent. Yeah, but that avocado mesh bag. Yeah, what about, you that, can see right through it. I can't. What do you mean you can't? It's like, it's too camo for me with like the avocados and the green mesh bag. I'm like, is there anything even in here? Are you serious? Am right I being now? scammed? I think it's a scam. I think any fruit or vegetable in a bag that's pre is a scam. Really? Yes. And I like to grab my own carrots, my yeah. own celery. Right. Yeah. I no. Don't, I don't want to go to the store every single day. Right. That bothers me. I mm-hmm. like the I like the bag. Honestly, save on food, superstore, Costco, their bag stuff. I have never had any issues. Really? Yes. You just gotta look at it before you buy it. Do you buy bread in a bag? <laughs> I'm not answering that question. Holly and Nira. I'm confused. Can you both be his type? There was this new study out that uh, Nira you brought up mm-hmm. last week mm-hmm. about why younger men like dating older women but I'm confused about it. Yeah, it straight up says why men date older. The top reason emotional maturity and financial security. Like the, <laughs> the, the women are financially secure. They don't have to worry about trying to take care of her. Nice. Emotional maturity and money. So based on the study if you and if there was a younger dating man and you and I were single, Nira, mm-hmm. first of all, watch out, world. Yeah. <laughs> watch out, here Whoa. we come. <laughs> Ooh, here we, we, are. we would technically, based on this study, both be someone someone's type. A younger man, <laughs> we would both be their type because we are financially stable-ish. <laughs> uh-huh, stable-ish, yes. And sort of mature. Um, okay. E- emotional maturity, I'm, sure. I'm not really sure about, but sure. But we're so different as people. Women, yes. that I'm confused how we could both be one person's type. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it means that just because we're both older, we're going to be the same dude's type if he's into older women. I think you still have hmm. to be their type. Hmm. Does that make sense? I guess. Like, you and I are very different, but say we're both interested in the same young dude. Mm-hmm. I think just because we're older, we're not both his type. We still have to be his type. Even though older women are his type. Hmm. We're different older women. You know this, right? First of all, stop saying older women. That's my type. That's my type. You know what I mean? Yes. Like older than him. Yeah. If we're like <laughs> looking at a dude who's about 15 years younger than us, he's going to consider us older. Let's ask Darren. Mm-hmm. Let's ask Darren. Oh a producer. God. Darren. 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 You Darren can- is young. Younger than us. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to do that. Okay. Darren is younger than us. Darren, you are single. Yes, I am. You are dating. I date, yeah. You date? You yeah, like da- women? I do. Okay. Darren, I'm going to tell you right now, give Darren. you a little bit of a disclaimer. You do not have to answer any of these questions. <laughs> you're, 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 you're not, you don't okay. have to. <laughs> he knows. This is a safe space, Darren. <laughs> Based on the study, Darren, oh my Lord. Nira and I oh. we, we should both, we should both be your type. Yeah. Um, if you were like into, if you wanted to date women who are a bit older than you. How do you feel about that? About the study? Well, um, no, no, no. If, would you be into, like, are you into dating women who might be a little bit older than you? It wouldn't bother me that much. I think there's a certain <laughs> appeal. Okay. I think there's a certain appeal of a woman who's a few years older. Okay. For sure. Um, you know, as you said, financial 
you know, independence and security. Mm-hmm. Emotional and, maturity. Yes, experience, <laughs> more experience in life and in yes. other things too. Okay, okay, confidence, definitely. Yeah. All right, so now you put that out there, that that's fine with you. Yeah. Now your next question, Holly, is... Based on this study, Darren, Nira and I are both your type, so how would you choose? Well, there's I, there's no correct answer there, and if I answer one, I'm going to get in trouble with the one who I don't say that's correct. later oh, on. Oh, so, please don't ask. Well, because okay. we're so different. Okay, let's just, Darren... <laughs> Put it this way. Is one your type more than the other? That's and all you that's have all to you need to say. <sighs> Wink if one okay, is more. Possibly, yes. Okay. It depends what kind of, what I'm looking for <laughs> on the night. For that night? For, for the night? night? Then it's me. It's Holly me. And wow. Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. What she did when he wasn't home. Is this a deal breaker? We've got some NFD for you as in near a friend drama. Excellent. Your friends are so screwed up mm-hmm. and we love it. We love it. It's amazing. She did something when he wasn't home. He caught her going through, doing a deep dive in his closet when he wasn't home. <laughs> God, I thought it was going to be something way more scandalous. <laughs> But maybe to you and your friends, this is scandalous, so let's hear more. He was not happy about it. He left. Um, they've just started dating. They're not even hardcore. Like, they're just... And they had a good night. Mm-hmm. She, He told her that she's feel like, feel free to hang out for a few hours. I'll be back. Normally, she would leave. If he's mm-hmm. leaving his place, she would leave. Right. But he's like, no, you know, go ahead. Hang out. I'll be back in a few hours. I just have to go run some errands for work, and I'll be back. But when he came back... <laughs> She is like, all he could see was her little toes out of his closet because she is way in there. Just digging, snooping, looking for stuff. Oh my God, she's totally your friend. This is something you would do. <laughs> Thousand percent. But you bolt the front door if you're going to oh my do God. stuff. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, hey, like you got to know what's happening. He came back earlier than expected and she's in that deep dive and he was mortified. What was he mortified about? What was he hiding? What's his problem? He's not. He's like, that's what he said. He's like, what do you think I'm... What are you doing? What do you think I'm hiding? Just because you're at someone's place, does that give you every right to go through all their stuff? I mean, if they leave you there alone... Oh, no, it does not. Mm. It. What do you mean? What if it started off innocently? Like, she was like, oh, look at all his hoodies. Wow, he's got a lot of hoodies. And she's sort of going through like, oh, these are cool. And then she keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. She tried to play it off as, yeah, I just needed something to wear. And then... (laughs) You know, oh, and then this fell. And then I was like, you know, she tried to do the whole, but you right. could tell. You could tell. She got caught straight up snooping, straight up. Now, the thing is, you're saying that because she's left in his place alone, that mm-hmm. has given her the right to snoop. He did, he set, did he set rules? Don't snoop? What is wrong with you? You can even make it as a joke and you've at least put it out there. And then you can't do it. But once you've joked about it, then it's a joke and you're not being serious about it. So it's like, don't snoop means snoop. Or does it mean don't no, snoop? No, it means don't snoop, but I'm being cutesy about it, but don't snoop when I'm gone. No, but then that's going to give you more of a reason to want to snoop because he said don't snoop. I want to get something clear here. Let's say, for example, don't leave a woman alone in your apartment. That's the lesson, but keep oh, going. Oh, that's terrible. Well, you'd, okay, you say you're at my house. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I have to go pick up one of my kids. The school called. Got to go get them. They're having... An allergy thing. Oh, God. Okay. Like, you know, just pollen. Pollen's in the air. Okay. That kind of allergy. Okay. okay. And I'm like, I'll be right back because the school's so close. Right. 
you, Holly, being in my house alone, mm-hmm. you would think that that gives you permission to snoop through my stuff? Oh my God, 100%. What is wrong with you? I am dying. I've never seen, I've only heard about your closet. <laughs> I've only heard about your multiple sock drawers. Yes, you've heard, yes. So I would definitely take the opportunity. Not that I would like really root. I wouldn't like dig deep. I don't want to find what's at the back of anybody's drawers or where they're hiding. I'm not here to do that. But I would definitely take a little flip through. What? Oh, yeah. You would? I just want to see, like just sort of take a quick inventory of like what's in here. But only if I wasn't home. But if I'm home, you're not going to try and do anything like that. Of course (laughs) not. I'm just making sure. You taught me. Bolt the door. (laughs) Bolt the door. (laughs) Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. It's time for a Holly and Nira show intervention. The DIY edition. Nira. Mm Mm-hmm. Nira. Yes. We are all friends here, okay? We love you so much. Thank you. But I have to tell you, as your friend, you are not Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, you do not own goop. I do not. Please don't make your own makeup. Oh, please. Don't. What was this even about yesterday? Okay, I like subscribe to the goop website email. So we got a new one for June yesterday. And it's like, here's the must haves for summer. And I know you love makeup and all that stuff. So I'm like reading it out loud to Nira yesterday. I'm like, oh, get ready, Nira. Really hot for, um, for summer is a quote, cushiony tinted lip oil with a hint of vanilla and without a beat she goes I can make that (laughs) come on I can I got I have the most amazing pure vanilla that I got from Mexico like I paid an arm and a leg for this vanilla Okay. I swear I can make it. I can just you do it. You cannot. I will make my own stuff. It's fine because what you're going to pay for the item from Goop, you're probably going to pay $200 for this. Actually, it's only 40 US plus shipping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. It'll be $100. For okay. You. It will. It will be a hundred. You're gonna be over it in a couple of days. You're not. You don't even like Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't even know why you subscribe. That's another side story. I should do an intervention for that. Right. But I'm really good at making things. Tinted lip oil with a hint of vanilla. Yeah. No, I say some things, Nira, should be left to the professionals. Okay. You know what your face is referred to as? Your money maker. Hmm. Okay, mm. maybe not in radio, but yeah, is you know your think, face is everywhere. You don't want to screw up your face. You you take care of your face better than any person I know. Yes, she hasn't had Botox. No, I have not gone wood. I have not yet. Not that it's a bad thing. I'm just saying I haven't had to have it yet. You get like three facials a week. I mean, <laughs> why would you consider making your own makeup? It's like it's like doing your own at home waxing, dude. It never turns out well. Leave it to the professionals. I did lots of my at home waxing. Oh. Lots to my at-home hair removal. Then obviously I started going to professionals because it was just faster. Because you screwed it up. Yeah, no, it was faster. It was just fa- it's faster. Time. It's like microeconomics versus macroeconomics. I okay. guess the same. Like, do I want to buy this versus making it? But I think that if I took a little bit of fractioned coconut oil oh, and then just added a little bit no. of a little bit of pure vanilla, right? W- w- like, wouldn't it kind of be the same time? And usually, natural stuff is so much better for you anyways to make it yourself quickly at home. If you take a little bit of, like, now it's going to be herb season, right? Take a little <laughs> bit of thyme, you know? You grind it up into the Vitamix. Right. You add a little bit of cucumber in there. And maybe you add a little bit of olive oil. You mix that up and you make that into a nice little mass that you have on for four or five minutes and then wash it off. That sounds like salad dressing. Washing your face with uh, uh, yogurt. 
I made homemade yogurt, remember? Yeah. And then I turned that into a mask. I had a little bit of lemon to it, and then yeah. I turned that into like a cleansing, a cleansing milk for my face. So okay. good for you. So why then, when you buy makeup, are there not just two ingredients? Like homemade yogurt and lemon or whatever you're putting on your face. TM! TM! I'm TMing. She's trademarking it. <laughs> I'm TMing it. That's it. It's mine. No one's going to buy it. But good luck. I'm taking a goop. Holly and Nira. And now, Biz with Nira. Drama alert with the Royals. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, visit the Queen for her birthday. Now's today's top biz story. It's the Jubilee. The Jubilee celebrations are in effect. Reports are Queen Elizabeth allegedly refused to be photographed with Harry, Meghan and their family. Uh-oh. They went to London to go visit her for, mm-hmm. the, for the Jubilee celebrations. The Platinum Jubilee celebrations. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But the Queen didn't want to take any pictures with them. Not because she didn't want to take any pictures with them, but because she doesn't trust them because she's worried that they would use them and share them with the US TV networks or with pub- like publications or in some interview they're about to do. And she didn't want those photos to be used because she's not in the best of health right now. And if, if it's intimate family photos... She can't trust that they're not going to do something else with them. Now, that's a terrible feeling. That's horrible. Yeah. I heard that the queen met with them like in private and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. But now that you mention it, I'm like, maybe that's why. Yeah. They they actually don't. It's unfortunate. Everybody that is part of Kensington Palace now uh, doesn't trust Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Like they always have to have someone who's there as a watcher Mm -hmm. to make sure that things don't get misconstrued or if something was said to make sure that there's someone there to be like, that's not how it's... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and is it because of the Oprah interview? Yes, because of the Oprah interview. It was just two tell-all. Yeah. They couldn't handle it. Well, yeah, because they're like, that's not how it happened. They have another side, but Mm. they're not going to go off... They're the royals. They're not going to go off and do, well, this is now my side. That's not how the royal family works. But they never said that, like, they never said that they didn't say those comments, which the one that really stood out for me about one, somebody in the royal family made a comment to Prince Harry about what color his baby was going so to be. So listen, I understand that. And speaking from a person who's from the BIPOC yeah. community, I'm going to straight up say that we just last night had a baby that was born into our family, uh-huh. my husband's cousin. Congratulations. My, yeah, Raymond, congratulations. Just had a baby girl. And he is Indian. Mm-hmm. Okay, he is South Asian descent. His partner, his wife, she's half Trinidadian, half white. Oh. I straight up said it this morning. I can't wait to see what the baby's going to look like. I can't wait to see what this mix is going to be. Right. What if it was said like that? Because that is a really kind of cool question to ask because it's never happened in our family before. And we're super excited to see the features of the baby. What, where is it? The baby going to have blonde hair? Right. Is the baby going to have green eyes? Yes. Is the baby going to be in? Like, we don't know. We're You're super right. excited. There is two sides to the story, Nira, but the royal family has never come out and said, no, we weren't saying it because we didn't want any person of color in the royal family. Yeah. We were just actually curious. They've never said anything. Because the royal family doesn't. They never have. Have you not watched The Crown? No. Watch The Crown. No. They they don't stoop to that level of anything. They're just like, no, this was a family conversation. You have not gone off. We don't trust you. Hmm. You know that's not how we meant it. You know it was a curiosity thing. But they have never said that. No, to the family, within the family. Mm -hmm. There's the sources who say that. Yeah. That's how it was met. Mm -hmm. But then look what I just said. Now somebody's like, I can't believe she said that. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Right? Yeah. Exactly. I'm never taking a picture with you again. Nina. Ever. Forget it. Don't you. Don't. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. take that. Dang. All right. Now, Deadpool has been owned, now is owned by Disney. I don't know if you know this. Right. Disney owns Deadpool. And now people are very concerned if the foul mouth is going to continue. Surprise. <laughs> this is a different kind of superhero story. Yeah. They're very concerned. The writers of Deadpool 3 have assured us they have come out with the confirmation that the new movie will continue to be rated R even though it's owned by Disney. Okay, good. Okay? Good. So don't worry. And Nick Cannon also wants us to not worry. He says there there are more children on the way. No! He confirmed it with a quote. Stork is on the way and he wants to beat his own personal record of having three babies in a year. I don't understand what this guy is. He's got eight kids. And he wants more. Okay, and let's not put it all on him. Who is having a baby with Nick Cannon? Wh- where are these women? They want what them. Are they- they, why? Because it's, it's a direct connection to Mariah Carey. You do not understand this? <laughs> That's why if they Nick want Cannon babies with Nick Cannon? Yes. If Nick Cannon walked into this room right now and said, Holly, let's do it. Let's make a baby. You would say yes because your child then would be half brother, half sister with Mariah Carey's kids. I honestly, I know you don't think I have any standards. I would say no to I Nick Cannon. If you. I, I would say no to I Nick Cannon. You. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm Nira. That's the best. Holly and Nira. Virgin. What are the repurposing rules? Like when it comes to repurposing, when is it okay and when is it not okay to repurpose something? I don't even know what you're asking. Like I, I recycle. Yeah, okay. Like if I have sort of like that. cartons and... Bottles of wine and stuff. Okay, sort of. No, not like that. Okay. I, I know how to put, like, recycling depot. Okay, no. Repurposing, <laughs> repurposing jewelry. Oh. You know when you get something, like, melted down and then put in, made into something new? Here's what's happening. My friend Emma, her grandma just died. And her grandma left her this really cool ring. Okay. It's got all these jewels in it. But it's totally not... Emma's style at all. It's like really old school and it sits really high. So like it catches on every sweater and she's got long hair. Like it's in her hair. Okay. <laughs> but it's like this cool family heirloom and she loves it. But she's like, mm, you think I'm allowed to like repurpose it to make it something I like? Shame, right? That sounds so terrible saying it like that. To, can I repurpose this? But like, so I can wear it and love it and and have it on my finger all the time versus literally it would just be sitting in like a little jewelry box somewhere for life. Right. It's way too big for her too. I guess her grandma had very large hands. Yeah. Okay. Here, this is what went down long, long, long time ago. My parents bought my grandpa an amazing sapphire ring. Okay. Whoa. Like back. Yes. Back, back, back in the day. Cool. All right. And my, they gave it to my grandpa and he used to live half in Canada and half in India. And I used to look at this ring on my grandpa's finger and I was like, oh my gosh. Like it, was, it just embodied everything about him for some reason to me, right? Cool, just, yeah. My grandpa died at quite a young age. Like it, he died. And when I went to India, I'd said I wanted his ring. Smart. Right? Because it was like, it was, it was meant something special. But the way, I don't know what it was. I don't know. It was the water in India. I don't know. Something from the top of the ring pushed the sapphire downwards. So at the top, it looked like it had all been kind of filed down, sanded down, and the sapphire had moved all the way downwards. Oh, boy. So you couldn't really do anything with it, right? right. You just couldn't. Like the setting had screwed up. Completely. Oh. So I uh, repurposed it. I don't like that word. It makes me feel like so unemotional. 
I, I changed the ring into something that I could use because it wasn't even showcased on the front anymore. I turned it into a pendant, okay? Hmm. But I have regretted it ever since. Really? Yes. I turned that into a little pendant. And even to this day, when I look at the pendant, all I keep thinking is how that was once my grandfather's ring and I ruined his ring. Oh, that's wow. All, that's all it keeps... It makes me really emotional that I did that. And I wish I had never done it. But you you did it for a good reason. I did. I did. I did it for a good reason. But it just changed everything that it meant, what it embodied, the symbolism. The symbolism. That's but, what it is. But would you have worn the ring with the sapphire all pushed down and it no, scratched No, or maybe up? I would have put it on a chain and maybe put it around my neck or something. Okay. But I made, I made the decision at a very young age because mm. thinking with good intention that if I put it, I'll put it on and I'll really think about him. Mm-hmm. But all it reminds me about how that... Maybe maybe I need to rethink the way I think of it. Maybe I should look at it. This was once the ring he wore on his finger. Oh my God, repurpose your thoughts. <gasps> TM that. <laughs> Trademarked. <laughs> Oprah, you heard it here first. Right? Holly and Nira. Y'all better make some noise. I'm not playing. I'm being serious. This show's going to be hot. Literally. It's going to be a hot show. Kevin Hart, reality check at Rogers Arena, December 9th. Tickets on sale this Friday, June 10th at 10 a.m. Ticketmaster.ca. But why buy when you can win them? It's true. Lucky caller 25 is you, Lori, in Abbotsford. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, you're going to Kevin Hart. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. That's so amazing. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah, be excited. Put it in your calendar. I mean, I know it's a long ways away, but you know the countdown is on. December, very close. December 9th, 2022. The tickets are all yours. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Uh, Merry early Christmas. It's 200 days till Christmas today. Oh, my (laughs) God. Seriously? Please stop. Okay. Okay. Fine. But we got more Kevin Hart tickets tomorrow morning, 8.30. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. The gun violence in the States is out of control. It's absolutely saddening, disturbing, and disgusting. Mm-hmm. And celebrities are trying to raise awareness about the changes that need to be made for gun control. They're trying to do things in whatever way, capacity they can, or they're just trying to even start. Dave Chappelle being one of them. Dave Chappelle donating all ticket proceeds from his stand-up gig in Buffalo, New York to the victims of the May 14th mass shooting that happened in the grocery store. Wow. It's no word on the exact amount, but it's a sold-out show of about 3,000 people. The racially motivated shooting in Buffalo killed 10 people and injured three others. And Dave Chappelle's show sold out under an hour after Dave announced that the ticket sales would be going to help the, the victims' families That's for the amazing. Buffalo shooting. All of, the, all of it. All of it. All proceeds just yeah. going straight there to help out the families of the mass shooting victims. And that's just his way of saying, okay, something needs to change. Something needs to happen. That was a racially motivated shooting that happened in Buffalo. And just absolutely, I can't even wrap my brain around the fact that people died because of the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. And that was they it. They were targeted. They were hunted. And that was it. That's all it was. That's that's what it was. And someone was a, was allowed to carry that those types of weapons to do something as such. The shooter in that grocery store shooting was 18. Disgusting. First thing he did when he turned 18 was bought an mm-hmm. assault rifle. And nobody did a background check. Nobody looked into the stuff he had been writing online, which clearly stated... That there was issues at hand. Mm-hmm. Issues. And Matthew McConaughey yesterday also 
Yeah, a bunch of celebrities have been sort of putting their stuff out there. I saw Jennifer Garner last week even posted a video. She was, she's really into baking on her Instagram. I don't know why I follow her. Anyway, she was while she was baking, she's like, oh, now while these muffins are in the oven, you know what you can do is you can call your local represent, representative and ask them about gun control and sign this and change. sign that. Make a change. Matthew McConaughey yesterday's very emotional. He went and met with Joe Biden at the White House. Matthew McConaughey and his wife have been in Uvalde, Texas for the last couple of weeks since that horrible shooting at the elementary school. That's where he's from. He's from Uvalde, Texas, Matthew McConaughey. That's where he was born. That's where he was born. That's Mm -hmm. where he was raised. So this one obviously hit home for him. 19 children were killed, two teachers, and Matthew McConaughey got very emotional. And just basically his big message was that people dying shouldn't be about you being reelected or not. It was very, like, here's a clip. And let's admit it. We can't truly be leaders if we're only living for re-election. Let's be knowledgeable and wise and act on what we truly believe. Again, we got to look in the mirror, lead with humility and acknowledge the values that are inherent to, but also above politics. It seems like everyone has, I guess not everyone, a lot of people have had enough and it feels maybe now is a time that change could actually happen. I don't know. I find I'm... I don't know what I think anymore. What I hear is is just, it actually, I can't believe how much it surprises me. And I don't know if this is just over the border and it's over on this side as well, but I hear a lot of the stories just over the border. And this whole right to bear arms and this fight to bear arms and this need to bear arms, I don't understand what do you need it for because all it's doing is killing innocent people. Your right to bear arms is clearly more important to you than these innocent children mm-hmm. who just died at an elementary school. The fact that your your brain can't comprehend what's more important, it I, I can't wrap my brain around that. No. I don't know how you ever wrap your brain around that. No, and the fact that it's the convention still went on. Of course. After all these poor, innocent people died. The convention still went on for the whatever their National Rifle Associa- mm-hmm. Association is. Mm-hmm. And they, the politicians were still all there saying the, the, these two incidents, they're not connected. Because mm, America's like desensitized to it. Not just America, people. It's crazy. Well, President Biden asked... The right question, why is it only happening here? Mm-hmm. Why only in the United States of America are this many people dying from gun violence? Why? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Yeah. I mean, hopefully Matthew McConaughey, like he's also, he's trying to find some form of moderation. He's like, can you at least raise the minimum wage to 21 instead of 18? To be able to get a gun. Yes. Yeah. At least, he's because like, he was taught the responsibility of gun ownership. He's mm-hmm. like, we're not doing that. We're not doing that anymore like we used to. We're not yeah. teaching the right ways. Mm-hmm. We've kind of lost sense of all that. And now he's like, at least raise it to 21, at least. Yeah. And that might be the right angle because I don't think a big change is going to happen yeah. like overnight in the States, but maybe little, little, little changes mm-hmm. will eventually catch up and make a big change. Yeah. And the big, powerful people of the world do something, say do something, it. make the changes. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Virgin. Would you be 100% at 80%? Life math. Here we go. Would you, could you be at 100% 
at 80%. That is a question that you need to answer. Your answer better be 100% because otherwise it ain't happening for us. What? When you go to work. What? Just get rid of uh-huh. work, 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 work. It's to me, I be work, work. Are you ready to lose it? Okay. The world's biggest four-day workweek pilot project has just launched in the United Kingdom. Four-day workweek? Four-day workweek. This is the world's. They say the world's biggest, most giant four-day workweek pilot pilot project. I'm so excited. It has launched in the United Kingdom involving 70 companies. It's a six-month experiment. Okay. Six-month experiment where workers will receive... They're full pay. Full pay. But you're only going to be working 80% of your usual week. Okay? Think about this for a second. You're getting paid for five days, Mm -hmm. but you're only going to be working four days. This is a dream for these people who are part of this pilot project. They better not screw it up for us. I don't think they will. According to the people of the world... Who are really smart. This movement is a major step in the right directions. These companies are ranging from banks to fish and chip restaurants. Okay. Okay. A full range. They say the whole point of this is that the people who are working, the employers, have to promise to maintain 100% of their productivity. Okay. So that's my question. Could you, would you be at 100% at 80%? They say you must promise us to maintain 100% of your productivity. The whole idea behind this pilot project is to improve people's mental health and well-being. Love it. Think about it. If you were only to work four days a week and you gave her 100%, they say people like companies would actually end up making more money because right now when people are making five days a week, working five days a week, they're already kind of burnt out. Mm -hmm. They space out. They're actually only giving about maybe 65% of productivity. But if you made this beautiful exchange and say, okay, four days, still 100% of your pay, will you give me 100%? And employers are like, the employees are like, yes, we will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would too. Mm-hmm. I would work harder to have that like extra day slash extra time slash just me time. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would work harder than I am now. Perfect. That's what they want. Okay, I'm going to the UK, I guess. Is that, no, I have a question though about are we the going f- together. <laughs> like, what is happening? Yeah, maybe. When you get to only work four days a week, do you get to pick the day you get off? I don't know how they've arranged the four days. Okay. But what they are really thinking is if this works and this pilot project, they're hoping to improve people's mental health and well-being. They'll take the time to do things for themselves. Yeah. Whether it is going to counseling or a therapy appointment or even a physical therapy massage therapy, uh, chiropractor, doctor's appointments, dentist, things that you just don't have time. You're feeling suffocated and you're like, I can't, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. And possibly spending some time with your family without feeling the pressures of how much you got to get done and work. Smart. Right? Let's do this. Okay. Who do we talk to here about that? Well, first, the people of the UK, if you're listening... Do well for the next six months because we're going to need like some, what's it called when you go to court and you need evidence. We need evidence. We're going to need evidence. Yeah. And it's like when it's already happened somewhere, you can use precedent. It. We need precedent. We need evidence. You are what we're using as our example. So please, the people UK. of the UK, the pilot project, we're counting on you. We're relying on you. 100%. No press. <laughs> 
You're waking up with Holly and Mira. Virgin. Are you a dream caller? I kind of want to say yes, but I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I had a dream about a friend that I haven't talked to in like six months, a couple weeks ago. Okay. And then I had another dream about him last night. And according to my friend Doug, anytime you have a dream about a friend that you haven't seen or talked to in a little while, you should call them ASAP because something might be wrong. Okay, do you want a story? He calls it a dream caller. What? Okay, so this happened to me. No, is this for real or for real for real? Dude, I don't do, I'm just a for real person. Okay, this is I'm real. I'm not like you. I okay. just tell real. This is real. I just give out real information. Oh, wow. Okay. I had the exact same situation with a friend mm-hmm. and I ended up saving his life. Okay, what? Yes. This was years upon years ago. I had a couple of dreams about a friend of mine that I hadn't talked in a long, hadn't talked to in a long time. Mm-hmm. And in this dream, I don't know what it was, but it had to do with something and I'm not I'm not making this up. Okay. And it had to do with something and his 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 eyes. I don't know. His eyes? Yeah. And I kept thinking that because he was complaining about his eyesight and I've been trying to talk him into getting contacts or laser eye surgery. Okay, this was always, in real life? This was in real okay. life. Okay. Because he's always talking about this. So I thought maybe it's because I'm all, I always used to say to him, get the laser eye surgery or get contacts. You don't have to wear glasses all the time. Anyways, I messaged him again and I said, I had this really weird dream about your eyes. I don't know. Can you get them checked? He went and got his eyes checked and they found cancer in one of his eyes. What? Yeah. And he straight up was like, I think you saved my life. At least his eyes. His, his one oh. eye. Yeah. What? Before it spread. He's like, that's not a place Whoa. doctors check for that. Whoa. Mind blowing. Whoa. Right? Okay, so you are a dream caller. Yeah, I think I'm a dream caller. Oh, God. Right? I feel like I should call my friend like five minutes ago. Right. What, what's happening in the dream? Because for me, it was very specific about the eyes. And I just, like I said, yeah. thought it was about me getting them out of glasses. Okay, yeah. I mean, mine wasn't very deep. There was something about green peas and we were at my elementary school. And this is a friend today? Yeah. Like, this is a current friend in adulthood. Current friend. We were not friends in elementary school, but we were at my elementary school. Green peas. And there was green peas involved. Frozen. Okay. Frozen green peas? Yeah, read into it. Maybe he needs the frozen green peas for some kind of an injury where there's going to be inflammation and he needs to bring the inflammation down. So the green peas, he needs to keep frozen green peas in his freezer like now. My friend is inflamed. (laughs) Tell him that. (laughs) He needs me. (laughs) Holly and Mira.